Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, this guy, still home, still doing it, masked up, John Wayne, that's right, here I am, back, of course, where I've never left, the Library of Evil, nestled in the east wing of Wayne Manor, where I am uh, typically doing all of my uh, my doings and, and transpirings of uh, things that I do, including this podcast, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys all for joining me for a new episode this week. If you're new to the podcast, I thank you for checking it out, um, and I very much appreciate the support and for everyone spreading the word. Um, yeah, of course, things are insane, uh, as always, in, in so many ways right now, but uh, I'm still here to tell fun stories and, and uh, do my thing. So uh, I guess before we get started, I want to say shouts out to all my Patreon folks. Thank you guys so much for your support. I very much appreciate it. You guys are the nicest, the sweetest sweethearts out there. Um, and thank you so much for, for being there for me in this time especially. Uh, I do have a Patreon. If you're interested in checking it out, you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. I have uh, several tiers there you could join, and uh, you get all kinds of cool stuff I send to you. And one thing everybody gets with um, any tier you join is access to uh, another podcast I do every week called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. And that features the people that uh, I know from the road, other artists, um, other creators, other creators, sorry, <clears throat> I started that second puberty this week, I guess, uh, other creators that I know, people from uh, you know, convention circuit that I've, you know, I've been on all that kind of stuff. I talk to all these people and, um, and that's what I do. And it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, this week's episode is no exception. And, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later, but if you want to check it out and you want to throw uncle Johnny a couple bucks, please check out patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And, uh, if you even just want to give a one-time donation and not commit to anything, you can do that too. But I also just thank you so much for, uh, your support and for listening. So, this week, um, not I mean, uh, this week was interesting. You know, they they re, of course, uh, they had reinstated the mask order last week or a week and a half ago, I believe, for Houston and Harris County, where I reside in H Town, Third Coast, Dirty Third, you know, and so that was good. Uh, but now I can I think as of yesterday. Also, I'm. I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm recording this on Monday morning, uh, guys, because yesterday uh, I I did two podcasts during the day, I might have had a couple beers in between, and then when it came time I was going to do mine last, I was going to record this one last, I was wiped out, so wiped out, I was like, I, I can't uh, give a, if I do it right now, it's going to be very forced and it's not going to be fun because I was so out of it. So I decided to wait till I got a fresh, refreshed sleep, which I did. And uh, and now I'm here again uh, with my coffee and my Topo Chico and my big old bowl of Grandpappy's medicine, some new Grandpappy's medicine. It was very good. Uh, if you watch my Instagram stories, I got some awesome, awesome weed delivered to me by my uh, good friend Paige via her father, Lauren Boyd. Lauren, if you're out there listening, man, you rule. I can't remember the whole name of this weed. It was like Alaskan uh, Thunder Mountain fuck something or other. Uh, but it was awesome. And I smoke a lot of weed. And this this was terrific. So it's from Alaska. I, I don't know. if this, this is almost good enough to make you move to Alaska. So thank you for that. And uh, I already smoked it all. But I'm smoking a different weed now. But anyway... Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry that it's coming out, you know, a little bit later than than early in the morning when I usually release it. But hey, it's here and it's gonna be quality. But back to what I was saying uh, about the mask thing. That happened, and then Texas, as I'm sure everyone knows, got bumped all the way back to level one. Um, so we're all locked back down again, and and the bars are closed again, which is probably for the best uh restaurants are supposed to be at less capacity but who fucking knows i i don't know it's like the wild west out here literally so that's been going on and that is just uh this week has just been a bum a bummer of a week for me it's just like all this external stuff all you know looking at my schedule trying to see if i'll ever be able to travel again and just uh you know, some other just drama was going on uh, in other areas, and I was just like, man, it was a bummer, dude. And I, I you know, and w I had a bad, I had a bad day. We all have some bad days in there. We've been talking about it before, but 
it was uh it was tough but i was able to write the ship as you will if you if you will um and uh and get back out there we can talk more about that but yeah so texas is all the way back to uh number one number one um and and i i don't and i don't uh i'm not surprised why you know i've been talking about my my gym adventure updates on this show and this week i i went uh i believe i went on uh monday of this past week and there was a the mask order was in effect and it said all masks must be worn upon entry i was like cool i walk in nobody's wearing a mask in the gym okay so I worked out, I did my thing, like I like I said, I've been cleaning all the equipment before and after I use, all that kind of thing. Wednesday, last Wednesday I go in, at the door, new, a different sign, it says, masks mandatory inside at all times, no exceptions. Okay, I go inside, there's only about three or four people, and everyone is wearing a mask. And I was like, okay, cool, this is, this is right, you know, uh, I feel better about this. So I was doing just some cardio, I get on the, I get on the, uh, old treadmill there and I'm running you know and I'm just listening to music podcast whatever and I'm on there about 40 45 minutes and when I'm done I you know and I'm wearing the mask the whole time my mask uh it's a cloth handmade mask that uh my wife's uh, mother made for uh us shouts out precious p and the d-dog d and so it's it's a it's it's not heavy, but it's it's cloth, you know, and it's got a filter. It's it's a nice mask. So I'm I ran in this mask for all that time, like like just like it's like soaking with my sweat, and you know I'm like Bane on there, you know, lovely singing voice, and and it's just uh, it was tough, but I was also like proud of myself. I was like, hell yeah, dude, this is good because it's good for your cardio, you know. To people, you have you can buy masks that limit your uh, intake when you're running so that you can improve your cardio make make your lungs stronger and all that kind of stuff i'm not a scientist i just know that that it does something so i was all proud of myself and shit i'm like hell yeah i uh you know ran all this time kept my mask on i didn't even pull it down over my like i didn't put my nose out like all those fuck posers out there like i'm wearing my mask but your fucking nose is out no i kept it man like hardcore done i get off uh turn around to get the towels and stuff to wipe wipe down the the uh <clears throat> wipe down the treadmill and I turn around the gym is now full and nobody is wearing a mask anymore at all and I'm like okay so I wipe my shit down and left and I, I don't I don't know if I want to go back there to be quite honest with you that gym's too small anyway for uh, you know that many people to be in there at once and then if no one gives a fucking shit about it then what are we doing I, I don't know so that's where I am with that uh, I'm pretty sure if they haven't closed the gyms yet, it sh they should be because if we're back at level one, that that meant no gyms before. So I don't know, man. I might just quit this whole gym thing and uh, just again go back to having to you know put put equipment and stuff here at the house at the at the old Wayne Manor and uh, be my own uh, personal trainer. I don't have a personal trainer, but just uh, <clears throat> have it here because, like I said, the the thing about the gym is like it, it's a motivating factor in its own because you're paying to go there, but everything is there that you need and it's just there you know you do it and you leave it's just uh having everything that's the convenience you know and having to get have things here and get get small things get different things i'll have to look at like plyometric exercises and shit but i don't i don't know you it, it definitely can be done uh but i'm not too happy with that situation at all it was it was not cool and we're not even like in the suburbs we're in the city where people are supposed to be smart so I don't, I don't know, but sorry, I got, um, the stuffy nose cause I was coughing earlier, uh, from the grandpappy, not the Corona. But anyway, so, so it was a kind of a bummer of a week. Uh, all those things were just kind of bumming me out and, uh, you know, and I had to count on, you know, practice, <coughs> practice what I preach in a way of like, you know, I got removing some negative thought patterns and replace <coughs> excuse me replacing them with like five good things just right away and just making myself do that so i could look at like okay calm down everything's fine look at all this look everything is good you still have good stuff going on and i did and uh and like i said i pulled myself up out of that and had a had a fine time but some of the good things that i have going on that's very cool uh i talked i think i talked about this a little la last week but uh, Christopher Triana, my very good friend, and I have started 
uh, our own podcast together. So that's another. If you haven't got enough of me yet, here's another one. Uh, this is very fun. This is Christiana and I uh, just chatting, riffing with each other about certain things that we like. And the show is called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And it is not about anything vital at all. It's just uh, a, a play on Kelly Bundy's show for Married with Children that she had for a two-part arc of the same name. But it was Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Kelly. And they talked about what was vital and social to her and her 16-year-old friends at the time, which was Men's Butts and Slut of the Week. And we don't talk about Men's Butts or Sluts of the Week, but we do talk about, you know, uh, how COVID-19 affects fiction writing. And we uh, this, this episode that comes out this week, the second episode, it's going to be about Roy, our hero Roy. We talk about him from Friday the 13th Part 5. We talk about a lot of fun stuff, and we have, we're, we've been having a lot of fun doing it. It's turning out... Um, I mean, even it's just it's coming a lot easier. I I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun to do, and it's uh, kind of coming natural, I guess. So that's out there. You can check that out on all all uh, podcatchers and stuff. Even I got it's on Spotify as well, which I need to get this podcast on Spotify. But also, we uh, because we're using Skype video and and recording it, it records the video as well, and uh, we decided to. Let's try to throw this up on YouTube and see what happens. So now we'll be putting the videos up on our YouTube channel, which is Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And um, and it's cool, man. So that I, I put the video together. And I'm and this is also – I it's a lot of work, but I like doing this kind of work. And, and so it, it gives me, like, something else to engage myself in that I feel like I'm making progress on something, uh, you know, because I'm putting it together from this – part and then putting it over here when it's done and uh i like i like to mess with that that kind of stuff and i try to make it make it fun and i want it to look good so you can go check out the video if you're you know i know a lot of people do watch podcasts on on youtube now but uh if you were into that check us out it's it's a lot of fun and uh who knows i might put crazy easter eggs in there sometimes uh if i'd so choose uh, and if Christopher agrees, of course, no. But uh, it's a lot of fun. And that, that show, doing that and uh, getting the topics together and, and putting notes together is a very cool thing that, uh, for me, I feel it's cool and it's that's helped me a lot. So that's, that's something that's been helping lift me up lately. And then uh, also something really cool last uh, yesterday, I recorded it yesterday, so it should be out in a couple of weeks. But I did an episode of uh, Make Me Read Your Book with Katie Souther. That's Katie's podcast that she's had going for for a while. It's it's very cool. If you haven't listened to it, I highly suggest you check it out. She talks to all kinds of authors, um, all just all across the board, and talks to them about you know their writing and uh, their books. It's, it's it's a very fun show. And Katie and I <clears throat> have a good rapport. We've met a couple times at uh, at some conventions, which we we talk about on the show. And uh, she's a lot of fun, and of course, I love her husband, Wesley Southerd, who is an awesome, talented writer. He's been on the Awesome Dude for Life podcast, so uh, I really had a lot of fun with that, and you know, those things just uh, do you good. And speaking of doing good, and I, I guess I say all this stuff to say, like, if if you, you know, these are some of the things when, like, when I'm doing Card of the Week and I'm I'm reading the the tarot stuff, these are kind of the practices that that they preach, I guess, where, you know, it's, it's digging in to find some good, the good things to, to offset what's dragging you down and, and just taking time to have a, like a reset and a realization that, uh, you know, it's not so bad. And this is, it is bad. Things are bad. Don't get me wrong, but we can't, I can't keep focusing on that. I'll spiral out. Uh, but I say this also, you know, we just never know what, could lift you up and do you good like midweek last week i i recorded a podcast with sam richard who is a uh, another good good friend of mine author musician and publisher uh he runs weird punk books just put out some some cool books uh just recently and he and i you know we always have great conversations when we see each other on the road and we had a super long conversation that was so good and uh it was just not only good to talk to him, but it was uh, such a great, I don't know, just a great dialogue that we had with, you know, just asking questions, talking, talking things out. <clears throat> so I say all that to, you know, just encourage people, I don't know, maybe reach out to 
somebody in, in that way and just try to have a cool conversation if if all this shit's getting you down because who knows i don't know tomorrow is <clears throat> always different i'm choking up now um so yeah my week is just it's not too much to report except the usual kind of craziness that that i'm involved in uh so i guess no yeah what i'm going to do is we'll go into our three card tarot reading of the day uh, of the week uh as you know or do not know i do a three card tarot reading on myself before the show where i write down all the things that have been going on in my mind the last week focuses that i have or concerns or just whatever and kind of re-examine them through the uh prism of what the cards mean and you know just to get a, get a fresh perspective on this i also like mentioned earlier i do a card of the day every morning it's on my instagram story at john wayne is dead on Instagram, and that comes out every morning and then goes to my John Wynn is Dead YouTube channel, so you can catch up or, or watch uh, ones you missed, whatever. It, it's just something that's a lot of, I get a lot of joy out of. It's a lot, it's fun for me, and uh, it helps me to learn uh, more about tarot and more about myself, and it's just a fun thing. So if you're into that, <clears throat> you can check that out. But, man, I've got to stop sniffling. So, <clears throat> sorry, that's going to be the last one. So, so before the show, the things that were on my mind that I wrote down was uh, recognizing negative thought patterns. Um, recognizing negative thought patterns early and reset myself. That's kind of what I was just talking about earlier. <clears throat> Being able to, rather than like swing, like a, like a Tarzan style swing from one negative thought to the, to the other, deeper into the dark. Dun- uh, jungle of depression or whatever it's like uh, you know grab for the tree or something whatever to replace those with with things that are going to take you out of that and uh, just so, so you you kind of just can get yourself to say like ah, it's not so bad that's just where I'm coming from with it also so focus also keeping my focus very uh, on point staying driven positively influence uh I want to. I, I want to be a positive influence on the people that I connect with, uh, as I'm able to make connections with them and and recognize the uh, value in that and take time to appreciate it. Which is also kind of what I was just talking about with, you know, ta- having a conversation with Sam Richard, or <clears throat> talking to Katie on that podcast yesterday, or, or you know, those those kind of things. A, a lot of people. I, I'm not this. You know, I'm not like this original thought on this. A lot of people are are recognizing uh, the the value in actually speaking to each other, or you know, making a phone call rather than sending texts, rather than posting a comment on a Facebook or something, and and saying like that's how you keep in touch. It, it's I think we're a lot of people are getting back to that. You know, I I you know that need to connect with people, and this is how we we do it. And I. Am realizing that and I'm just making sure that I am always appreciative of it of the people I talk to the conversations I don't want to take any of these things uh, for granted and I always want to make sure I'm present in the moment for those kind of things and uh, and just recognizing importance and not lose sight of that it's easy you know we of course we're all learning about things we've taken for granted for uh, years or for for however long and I just assumed what would you know it, it would always be there but we don't know, you know, so I, I just am appreciative of these things. <clears throat> so, um, okay, so let's get to the reading. First card, this is interesting. All of the cards were reversed on this reading. So, first card I got was the King of Pentacles reversed. So this is more, this is kind of a card about uh, financial you know, ineptitude almost, or, or bad decisions, I guess, with money, and, and being obsessed with wealth and status. Uh, so when the, when the King of Pentacles is right side up, it's all about using your talent and hard hard work to to generate your, your wealth and make your living off of, uh, off of what, basically who you are and what you, you do truly. So this is, you know, of course, the, op- not opposite exactly, but the reverse position is a little bit different. It's asking you to uh, examine our relationship with money and if we're treating it with respect. And I wrote that down because I thought that was kind of cool to think about, you know, 
if I look at something that I'm about to spend money on that's like, ah, I'm going to buy this dumb thing, is that disrespecting my money? Especially if I don't really need it or, or um, it's a hard thing because there's a lot of things we don't need that we buy because like uh, I get a bunch of toys and shit and books and it, it's just uh, – I think it's probably a case-by-case -case basis, but I, I just thought that was an interesting way to think about it because – I, I don't I don't look at it that way a lot of times and maybe I should uh, sometimes. Um, so examine your money. Are you treating it with respect? And and this car is calling for us to be more disciplined um, with our money and make sure that we're saving, <clears throat> we're being responsible and saving while figuring out how to uh, still be able to you know, enjoy the wealth or enjoy whatever amount of money that you have that's maybe, you know, disposable income, uh, still still being able to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but in a way that allows you to still save. So it's a responsible thing. Um, you may be over investing in creating wealth. And by that, <clears throat> this made me think too, because this is talking about, you know, you, you you're so focused on doing whatever job it is that's going to get you more and more and more money or more and more and more status, more sway, whatever it is, all those things kind of go together uh, at times. <clears throat> you work so hard and you're doing that. That's all your focus is there. And you're ignoring relationships. You're ignoring other responsibilities. Uh, you're losing friends. Relationships are, are, uh, suffering because all your focus is on generating wealth, not even necessarily on being the best at what you're doing. That's coming secondary to, is this going to make me more money? Is this going to make me more stat, give me more status? It, it's that kind of a thing. Um, at least that's the way I, I, I am taking it to be. So it's something to think about. I'm not saying like looking at this for myself, you know, it's just kind of like a keep keep yourself in check a little bit. It's not necessarily saying you're already doing this, but the potential may be there, you know, and especially like just speaking for myself, you know, I, I work for myself now that that's that's it. This is how I make money is through me, through writing, hustling, getting the stuff out there, music, whatever I whatever I can do using my talents. And since it's even gotten harder to do that now with no travel, limited, you know, contact with people. I, I was thinking, you know, it might be, it'd be easy for me to get caught up in something where I like just try to chase the money on one aspect of, of what I'm doing and just get so focused with that, that I've completely lost track and I'm off somewhere, you know, that I'm going to have to make a huge correction for to get back on the right track. And that's nothing that I'm not, that's, it hasn't happened. That's not something that is even out there now. But I guess I'm just trying to talk through it as an example uh, to, to maybe anybody can relate to that's out there. But but just also back back on me, because this is, you know, this is I'm not putting this out there on anybody saying like, I see you with the blonde hair and the Ugg boots. I don't know how those songs go anyway. Uh, so. Those things can happen, especially when you when you're in a your back's against the wall, I guess, or you feel trapped. You're more apt to snap at some some of those opportunities up because you know you feel it's a necessity. Well, maybe sometimes it is, but you know, be have the presence of mind uh, to know when it's time to change. You know, lanes or or you know, you reach a point where that's not a necessity anymore and you you're you have some more wiggle room to to change what you're doing um <clears throat> also you know you're easily impressed by social uh social positions and it's important to keep keep an eye on that because you don't want to lose sight of why you're doing this you know and an example of that would be you know, um for myself i'm i'm writing books because i i want to be a great writer and I want people to enjoy what I'm I'm creating and and connect with it and have fun in the same way that I I had creating it. Uh, but you know, and if if that 
with that happens, you know, and more people know who you are, whatever, then all of a sudden it, it can become like, uh, you know, I'm opening up, I'm, I'm cutting the ribbon to open up a Kmart or something. And, you know, then I'm up, you know, talking, then I'm all full of myself. And then guess what? I'm not writing. I'm just being a personality. And that's not why I did this. You know, that's just an example. That's not happening either. Don't worry. I'm just trying to, you know, make a visual kind of example. Um, <clears throat> So that's that card. Next card we got was Four of Wands reversed. So this is a card where it says it's a it's a card of personal celebration. So you're celebrating uh, some a personal milestone right now, a goal, but it's it's not your ultimate goal. It's not the it's not the uh, the thing that you've been striving for, or you know, or will be striving for. It's just a it's a it's a personal best, a personal goal that you've reached, and. It's just something you're keeping to yourself. You don't necessarily want to talk about it now because you you want to save talking about uh, and 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 having a public celebration with your friends and family in a way when you've reached the ultimate goal. That that's what you're doing. But know that it is it's okay to still celebrate these these small milestones in your own way with yourself silently. You know, if you will take take that time to give yourself that recognition. Uh, you know, regardless of saving the big reveal for when you get to the end, you're, you're doing well. Don't forget that. Don't let that, uh, <clears throat> don't minimize that because you've reached another rung. You know, you're, you're a step closer. That's important. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, also, you've, uh, this is talking about you've reached a level of inner harmony and, and balance in with where you're able to accept and appreciate yourself because you know who you are and, and it's a-okay to you, I wrote down. And by that I mean, you're able to, you know, you've become, it takes a while for everyone to find their voice, really, in anything you do, and and become, really figure out who you are. And it takes a lot of work, and, you know, everyone does it at different paces, or, or sometimes not at all, unfortunately. But this is saying you have achieved that, and that's a, that's a good thing to use uh, as you're moving forward with your goals and on your path. Is, is making sure you keep that balance and you are appreciating who you are because that's who you are. And, and you're not, you take no exception with that. You, you're not, but I'd like, you know, you, you know who you are, you know where you're going and that keep that confidence. Don't let that slip away and don't let anybody try to pull it away from you. Uh, oh, and this, this is also something that I thought was uh kind of relevant to today that uh we you may be experiencing a period of instability um going through an upheaval and you lack security well <clears throat> with things like quarantine and jobs changing jobs lose like restaurants closing places going out of business there's all of this instability right now um there is a lot of lack of security and because, you know, and I say that to say, you know, that's why it's important to remember to fall back on that. You know who you are. You know where you're going. You're confident in that. Don't let this instability and, and lack of security throw you. Yes, it's serious. Yes, you're concerned. You know, you have every right to be. But don't don't have a complete freak out. You know who you are. You got, you know, I'm, I want to say you know what you're doing. You'll get there. You got this. You did it before, you'll do it again. You know, this is just the shifting in things. And, you know, like I said, things are always in flux and you have to switch your path around a lot of times to to get to your ultimate goal, changing from the original plan that you had, uh, which is, is why it's always important to check in on your plan and make sure it's still applicable the way you're going, but that's uh, something else. So last card I got was the Hanged Man Reverse. Uh, and this is a card about resistance. And resistance is, if you uh, read a book called The War of Art by, I forget his name, uh, he uses the word resistance for anything that come that is uh, a distraction from what you're trying to do. For instance, writing. Like if I'm, if I were to say like, well, I'm going to, I'm a, I'm a writer now. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write at my desk for for four hours before I take a break. And then I'm going to come back and do another two. And okay, here we go. And I go to sit down and I'm like, oh, 
forgot to get something to drink. I better get up. And then I go get a drink. And uh, then I'm like, oh, this this hinge on the refrigerator seems rusty. Let me get some WD-40. Oh, we're out? Well, I better go to the store. And you see how, like, those are resistance. That's resistance. You're, you're, it, it's almost like inventing things to keep yourself from uh, actually working. And so this card kind of talks about that. And I think it's important. Um, so... <clears throat> You're at a point where you know that you need to pause and and take some stock, but th this is where the, the resistance in this is coming from. You're resisting it. You're distracting yourself from what the issue is, uh, what you need to attend to immediately. Uh, so it, what you need to do is slow, really slow down. Slow down before it's too late, and you end up just crashing. Um, in, in more ways than one, crashing like, a, you know, like a workaholic kind of crash uh you know you could have life upheaval things don't ignore this issue don't don't allow resistance to distract you from what you need to address uh right now and if you're like i don't know then you really need to tune into your intuition and and see what what this could possibly be if you feel like this is something happening to you um <clears throat> again this ties in with not, not only the last card but very much what's happening right now you're in a point you're frustrated you're frustrated because everything right now is on hold. Everything's on hold. You're blocked. Uh, you're blocked and you're stuck because, because of people or circumstances that are beyond your control, which is exactly like I can relate to this 100%. I am frustrated by, you know, because the circumstances around me are putting basically uh, the one of the huge aspects of, my career on hold the traveling the meeting people all of that kind of stuff and it is frustrating but it, it, it's important like the thing realizing it's beyond your control is something i i have to remind myself of a lot you know this is beyond my control this is everyone is experiencing this this is not just i fucked up and now i'm in a situation that's putting me on hold this is everybody this is the the thing that to remind yourself of and and why we need to why this is important and to to change the mindset and not be frustrated is because you know this is a change and we need to be able to surrender our old attachments our attachments to the old way of doing things or you know the old uh the old way we did a certain thing and now we're going to have to do this thing differently moving forward if it, we need to really loosen our grip on that what whatever uh aspect of uh w the the before time if you want to call it that that we really don't want to let go of we want to drag that into this changed environment and it just can't be like that so we have to loosen the grip on that we have to go with the flow of this change and that's going to take away the frustration you know use this as a problem solving uh type of uh exercise or or look at it as you know try to solve this problem rather than complain about it however it's affecting you personally find a solve you know use your energy in some positive way to to adapt to this change because it's not going to go back it's not it's not all going to go back to normal i i really don't think we can uh expect that so um so again, <clears throat> from this pause that you take, we have to have a, a realization of how to do things differently. Um, you know, once we get there, we're, if we, we prepare ourselves to know the changes are coming, now we can move ahead with a new mindset with the changes and, and really start putting the pieces back together when we have that breakthrough realization that this is how we have to do it. And uh, again, if, if you're still... In, in a stubborn place of you're just stalling, uh, you're stalling to do a lot of things, you're stalling to make a decision. You're because you're waiting for a hundred percent clarity and a hundred percent, uh, whatever on this guarantee on this decision, but you're not factoring, you're, you're refusing to factoring these changes, the things that are different now, things that are going to be different, and you're just waiting because you think that this is how it's going to go back. But if you don't, 
make this decision and take this leap and accept the changes, accept it's going to have to be different moving forward, then that opportunity, which could be a really, really great thing moving forward, will just be gone. It's not going to wait forever. You know, it's not uh, like pending your approval for eternity. It, it's it's a, it's going to be there for a finite amount of time, and we need to recognize that and not miss it. So, all right, that was my uh, that was the reading for this week. I I really liked that. I got a lot out of it. Uh, I hope you guys did too. Uh, I know sometimes I hope I don't ramble on with those, but I like to give a lot of thought into it. I think it's important, especially if I'm going to talk about it on here. So, anyway, here I am doing it. So, thank you guys so much. Um, if uh, if you're into this, again, you can check out my Instagram story. Every morning I do a card of the day reading. It's at John Wayne is dead. And uh, thank you guys so much. So moving on, uh, as I talked about earlier, I, I mentioned my good friend Christopher Triana and how we started our podcast together. It comes out every Thursday. And uh, I also mentioned my, my Patreon podcast, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. And as I've been doing, if you're a listener to the show, you know that I've been uh, dropping in an excerpt from uh, the same episode that comes out today uh, on my Patreon. And this is no exception. And this is like a double, you know, a double, all holes filled, double doozy. Uh, because the guest on my Patreon, Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast this week is Christopher Triana. So uh, to, to promote the po- Patreon podcast, to promote our new podcast, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of Chris and I uh, gabbing away on here so you can get a little feel for it. Uh, here we go. Me and Chris. Speaking of tricky bitches, uh, you wrote a book about one. You've written many books. Uh, but one of the books that I, um, because I don't want to, we'll talk about all kinds of shit, so I want to make sure people, we hear about your shit, because okay. it's, it's awesome. Um, the first thing I read by you was what you had put out on Grindhouse first, which was Full Brutal. Right. And that won the Splatterpunk Award for Best Novel last year. Uh, right. Yeah. And... Um, it's awesome and uh, badass. And when I read that, I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking amazing. So this guy, I don't have to, like, actually pretend that I like his stuff around him. I can be like, yeah, you're still... No. no. Um, so I was like, man, it was it was awesome. I loved it. Um, and I've always been, like, super... I have no reason to lie to you or anybody. I don't fucking care. But, you know, that's great. A fucking brutal splatterpunk horror, you know, extreme horror novel. And then you, on the other side, you know, you have this other book I read called The Ruined Season, which has nothing to do with horror in that regard at all you know and it's sure. about relation this this bipolar guy and his relationships and all this crazy shit that's happening in just his life and so your versatility is just uh it, it's uh uh it's very good no you're super versatile <laughs> you're not you're not just like Christopher Gianna, I look at me i've got sideburns now and i write about blood you know you hold, hold on hold on I've okay okay sideburns. i've always had sideburns these are just bigger what these about you sideburns like, these are mutton chops now you want I've had sideburns thing? until like from the time I was sixteen. You have maybe right. notice, but I I've did. had. <laughs> but those are chops, dude. Those are some choppy chops. These are like, like some serious Wolverine Elvis chops. I know, and the reason is because uh, so many people like uh, like grew out like so many guys like grew out beards during quarantine and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to grow out the mutton chops, and I kept them because, and this is true, it makes it more comfortable when you wear a face mask. Because if you're shaving, it like it starts to, it, like it's very irritating to wear a mask after you just shave. But the mushroom, yeah. the mutton chops kind of cushion it. So that's a little tip. I think all guys should grow out mutton chops at this time. Uh, that's a little tip from me. Where's the tip for me? I don't really shave my face. Um, <laughs> I just have like a that I like just kind of trim it mm. because like I can't really grow like a, a real uh, situation on my face anywhere. Um, but. Oh, I see, I'm the opposite. So I, it I goes everywhere. I'm a fucking werewolf, dude. Yeah, like, are, it, dude. like it's it's out of control. You know, like I have like a Robin Williams level of hair on my Ooh. chest. You know, <laughs> that's that's a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, you can carve messages in it at least. Um, I do. I do. But back. <laughs> but back to your back to your your work. So you you know you it spans all uh, you know all of this. You're not just a, a, an extreme horror writer uh, right. by a long shot. Um, your most recent book, uh, one of your most recent books, I want to talk about because I just finished reading it is uh, fucking Blood Relations. That's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> this short story collection, dude. I fucking love that. I already wrote the review. I don't know if you looked at it or anything, but I put oh, a review thanks, up man. of it. Um, and the first line that I put was, here's your next 10 episodes of Creepshow. 
Um, because right. that's how I felt. I mean, I was reading, I was like, oh, dude, this would be such a good episode. Oh, dude, this, and they could do it like that. I was like, that's how my head was going, right? And right. each one of those stories, like, I read them, I forget that, like, um, first of all, I would forget it was just a short story until like, I got the, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this isn't a book, this is a story. Um, which I also felt like you, those could easily be, have been like novels if you wanted them to, but the fact that the way you did them was awesome. Um, nice. I don't know, those, those were great, uh, fucking those with that i'm super high um <laughs> i i thoroughly enjoyed those stories and i think that everyone should pick that up uh how, how's it been doing for you have you seen any other uh feedback yet or uh... well it's it's a it's a weird time like um you know with everything going on and what I've a time. Seen it, yeah <laughs> I, i've seen it kind of I, i've seen it take its effect on um on books and book sales and also with Amazon, uh, you know, um, having delays in shipping, you know, and, and other places too. Like places are so focused on shipping essential items as they should be. Uh, so someone will order a book and it'll take a month for them to get the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been getting good reviews on Blood Relations, but I, I also have noticed that it's been kind of slower, like in, in initial sales. So we'll see what happens with that, but um, but I am very proud of the book. Uh, I'm very happy with the book, and all of the feedback so far has been very good. Um, but yeah, the, the the theme of the book is is family. It's a, it's all short stories, but there is a theme, um, and the theme is horror stories about family and how family fucks with us like no one else can. Uh, so that that's the general theme of the book. Fucking, uh, yeah, like I've, uh, I mean, I loved them all. Womb was really, I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I liked that one a lot. Nana's Secret was badass. That's, that was fucking nice. awesome. That was killer. Um, and Jailbait Frankenstein. I really yeah. liked that one a lot too. I mean, I liked them all, but those, those were like, oh, fuck yeah. Well, but this is awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Jailbait Frankenstein is, a uh, like, that's fun because I came up with that title before I came up with a story. And I liked the title so much. I was like, I have to write a story because I can't just let this title go to waste. Jailbait Frankenstein was just so funny to me as a title. And that one actually has like a, like if you have a dark sense of humor, it actually has some humor to it. Whereas many other stories in the collection, like My Name is Chad and Thicker Than Water are very serious and and very dark and don't have that humor to it. So it, it creates a kind of a nice balance, I think. Yeah, My Name is Chad is pretty goddamn dark. Uh, yeah. I would say <laughs> I like that. She's like, there's been a lot oh, of Jesus. <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, good feedback about that one. People have been saying the same thing about like a lot of focus has been on that particular story and how dark it is and how devastating it is. So that's good. That's what I aim to do. You do. You love to devastate us, dude. Not just with those yeah. fucking batty eyelashes and fucking <laughs> luscious lips. You do it with your pen and your prose, my friend. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> But um, yeah, and you've got like, man, you've just had some German release, uh, one of your, or right, or what was that? Yeah, Toxic, yeah, Toxic well. Love came out in German, you know, through Festival Lag, it just came out. So for all my German readers, that's now available. And there's some more stuff coming out through Festival Lag in, uh, in in the years to come. So, ah, das uh, ist gut, ja. Yeah, wunderbar. Wunderbar. Um, I was gonna tell you, speaking of weird. Amazon shit. I, t- I talked to, uh, I told Carrie about this the other day. Mm-hmm. So I got, um, I think I told you, I don't know if, or I can't remember since the last time we actually talked, talked, if I told you this, but when, uh, so Death Packs and Left Hand Paths came out in, in French through a uh, French publisher. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, thanks, man. And it came, and it came out and they released it and tagged me like, it comes out today. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was just chilling. A couple weeks went by and I was like, man, I, I couldn't remember. If I, I was pretty sure I was just getting like one contributor copy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just ordered one on Amazon. Like I could order it on American Amazon. Just it was there under yeah. my name and shit. So I ordered a copy and it came and it's, dude, bro, it's like 500 pages long. It's super right. thick. Right. Yeah. And I was, I was looking through it and it had like some, at one point there was like a countdown going on. And then at one point, like I had, there was like a graph or something that was in it. And I was right. like, what, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I messaged the translator guy. I was like, hey, man, what's up? Hey, I got a copy of the book. Pretty cool. Uh, it's a lot longer. It seems uh, that's weird, right? And he was like, oh, you're lucky. I don't have a copy yet. And uh, he was like, yeah, to, you know, translations make it longer, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nice. all right, cool, man. So that was several weeks ago. Like 
just like I think on this past Saturday, I get a box. Like I'm like, oh, fucking box, and it's five contributor copies of the book, mm. and it's like regular length, dude. It's it's huh. it's just like and and I open it up and I'm going through it, and it's clearly my book. He's got all these footnotes that are in it to that have to like explain my slang and and shit like that American shit. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, this is like a complete misprint, dude. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I die, you can put, I told, I told Carrie, she could put it on the grindhouse site and sell it, um, for a pretty yeah. penny, but you there know, you there you go. But, 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 um, translations do expand it depending on the language. Like all of my books through Festival lag, you know, in German are much longer, like a full brutal is twice as big when you look at it. Like, like if you stack the paperbacks together, it's twice as big. And I don't know if it's because, you know, the German language has such big, long words or what. Um, but, yeah, you never know how, how the length is going to differ from, from language to language. That's what she said. Um, I also think it has to do with how they translate, like, how verbs and things have to be arranged and shit yeah. like that, sure. conjugated. How, what is, it, like, full brutal is, like, what is it, like 90,000 words-ish? Or what is that? Something like that, yeah. Something okay. Like and so, yeah, it's, um, that would make sense. But, like... You know, death packs is like thirty thousand words or something. You yeah, know? It's like to more, get it's a very short novel. Yeah. yeah, so get to get like that thing. I was like, what the fuck does my book mean in French? Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's weird. So I don't know, Amazon. What a wild time. But yeah. speaking of wild times, uh, how how is um you know your married with children watching been going lately? <laughs> Uh, you know, as good as ever, you know, like it's it's like uh, for those listening, um, uh, John Wayne and I share a, a deep passion for married with children. We're both hardcore fans. We quote it to each other all the time. Um, we both have, you know, shirts and other collectibles. Um, Truly but, believe uh, it's one of the greatest written comedy sitcoms absolutely. ever. No question. Made. But, you know, continue. No question. It's, it's one of the greatest. Uh, it's probably the greatest sitcom of all time. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, and it has a lot of nostalgia packed into it for, for me and, and I'm sure for you too. Um, but, uh, but it's one of those things. It's like, you know, I'll like, I'll get in the mood and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to watch every single season. I'm going to watch them all back to back, you know, and like uh, every couple of years I do that, but sprinkled in between here and there, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to throw in a couple episodes or, you know, whatever. But I, I'm very much like that. You know, like I, I won't get sucked into a lot of like the Netflix shows and the other things that are, you know, become very trendy or very popular. I, I get bored with it real quick. Um, and I don't watch a lot of TV in general, but when I like at the end of a long day or something, I'll sit down and I want to just relax and I'm too tired to read or whatever. And I'll put on married to children or the Simpsons or American dad or something that I've seen a million times. And it's just, it's just comforting me and relaxing. It makes me laugh. And I just kind of relax and watch it rather than putting on a movie or something where I really have to concentrate. I can just zone out, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, <clears throat> I'm kind of the same way as far as like I, I don't watch a, a whole lot of TV. And I, I don't I, I'm not trying to say that as someone that's like, but I don't really watch TV. And like, I don't think you were either. But people immediately are like, well, no, but I mean, I just. And we're doing other shit, you know. Um, my my yeah. wife, she watches a lot of TV, and she consumes TV in that way where, you know, she she watched she did watch everything that everyone watched this quarantine. She watched, you know, Tiger yeah. King, who who shot Mr. Br whatever whatever the fuck was going on. <laughs> she watched it plus all of the things, and that's fine. That's her thing. But I'm like, I don't fucking want to watch this. I have no interest. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But but yeah, I'll put on. Uh, I I'm I often I'm just sitting on my couch smoking a bowl and drawing on my iPad lately, and just put on Married with Children. All right, there we go. That's uh, myself and uh, my good friend Christopher Triana. If you'd like to hear the rest of that episode, you can shoot on over to my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is Dead. And any tier that you join gets you access to every episode. Whoops, of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. Uh, which I believe there are 29, 30 now, so a lot of stuff. I also put videos of uh, me playing songs and stuff up there. I try to uh, try to keep it keep it fun, so check it out. And uh, also, uh, be sure to check out uh, Chris Triana and uh, my other podcast that comes out every Thursday now, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Lots of fun. So uh, moving right along, we'll get into our story uh, this week. It's really kind of – I was thinking – 
you know, I've been doing a lot of graphic design as well. And by graphic design, I just mean drawing pictures on my iPad, uh, where I'm, but I, I, I'm experimenting with different stuff, you know, as far as drawing on there for, uh, a lot of things for this magazine that Nick P and I are putting together. And then I've been doing some new stickers for, uh, just for myself to, to have on the John Wayne is Dead store, which the, uh, th- a new three sticker pack will be up there, uh, today, Monday. Uh, so that's going to be up there. So I've been drawing this stuff and, and I, I was showing it to, uh, some stuff to my friend Paige the other day and she was, she commented like, wow, you're, you know, this stuff has really come along. You can tell you've been, you know, really working on this. And it made me think about back, back when, you know, I always was, well, before I, I'm not going to tell the story now. Th- this is a story about me and uh, and art and uh, the one of the great teachers that I had um, in my life, art art wise. So uh, we'll call this the the boy who called Miss Wolf. Wait, the boy who cried Miss Wolf. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. That one. So, you know, ever since I was a, a, a young boy, I, I was always into art in, in many, in all kinds of ways, as far as like performance, I, I would do plays for my, you know, mom and dad, like, you know, with a sheet hanging in front of the bunk beds as our stage, that kind of goofy stuff, making audio tapes of goofy stuff, uh, writing, of course, and, and but I was really into drawing as a, when I was young, uh, young as a young man. <clears throat> Particularly at, at one point, I very, very badly, very much wanted to be an animator, uh, work when work for Disney or some or something like that, making cartoons. So that was something that you know was on my mind, and I was I was young. I mean, we're talking like middle school, elementary school, but. I would always draw pictures. I would always draw. I got into comic books and was trying to draw like the the heroes and this kind of stuff. And uh, you know, I wasn't super great, but I was okay, and I really liked it. Now, when I got into middle school, you were allowed to take electives, but when you're in sixth grade at this time, it was either your electives were either band, choir, or something called fine arts practical arts or FAPA for short. And what that was, was like six weeks of a, a different elective that you would get to choose from when you were in seventh grade, when you had an actual choice. So it was like six weeks in choir. You didn't go in band because uh, they, that was a whole different thing. But you got six, you know, six weeks of choir. You got six weeks of home ec, six weeks of wood shop, and six weeks of art class. So the art uh, in which I was very excited, all I wanted to take was the art class. But, you know, you had to do all the other ones, which was a bummer then. But I'm, but I'm still glad I did them. They were fun. But uh, I took this art class, and the teacher's name was Miss Wolf. And she was uh, – I remember immediately, like, my first impression was, oh, man, I think she might, she might kind of be mean. Just because she was, like – she's this you know, redheaded woman. Um, not that that means anything, but she had red hair, uh, you know, light skin complexion, like, like uh, a lot of red haired people. And she just had this face that we now would refer to as a resting bitch face, if you're allowed to say that anymore. Uh, but back then there was no thing. She just looked like she was, you know, mad if she wasn't talking. And then, and then when she did talk, she was very, she was very like, uh, low key you know she was very matter of fact and spoke thinking back on it maybe she was a big stoner and just was high all the time you know and was like hey kids all right man let's just be cool uh you know that type of thing but she didn't take shit from anybody if you fucked up in her class she went off on you that was for sure but i i uh after she started talking and we got into class well, i immediately liked her because i knew she wasn't gonna be mean to me because i was a good little boy and I really wanted to do well in the class. So we learned, you know, in that first six weeks, that one taste I got as a sixth grader, we did things like worked with uh, uh, markers for the first time. Uh, and, uh, sorry, I'm getting a call from a crank caller, spam. Uh, but I learned uh, markers, you know, using Prismacolor markers, learning um, 
graded pencils, which I really liked that a lot. And if you don't know what graded, graded pencils are, they are each pencil, the lead is, is different in that it's a different uh, texture, different shade. Some of them are very hard. Some of them, they're like a softer uh, lead or whatever is in them. And that's how you create. We learned how to create shading. So this was like I, I was drawing stuff as a kid. And now I was actually learning how to, to make it look like I actually want it, like the technique of how to kind of do this stuff. And it really captured my imagination. I was very much into it. And at the end of the year, when we got to pick our electives for seventh grade, I, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Wolf came, uh, came to, what did she do? I think she, she pulled me out of a class or whatever because she was hand-selecting people for the advanced art class for the next year. And she, you know, I was offered to be in that class. And I was like, hell yeah, absolutely put me in. I was super excited. So I, you know, you know, we have summer break, whatever. I, in, I don't know what I did. I sit on the couch, do nothing, uh, run around like an idiot. Boom, we come back, come back to, to class. Now I'm in the class for the whole year. This is like, we're really going to learn shit. And we really did. We, we did uh, things that I never would have even tried, like sculpture. She, she taught us how to make things. I, I have a, a vase thing that I made still. And you're put in the kiln. And, and uh, we had the, in Texas, there was this, uh, I guess they still do it. I'm not sure. But it was a yearly event called the Rodeo Art Show. And the thing about the Rodeo Art Show, which was cool but also super lame, is like, you know, every all the schools in the district uh, got, you know, people were picked to be represented, you, you know, from the school in the art show, which was at the, like, administration building or something like that. So the teachers would usually make you, you know, put some, the project around that time would be some kind of rodeo-related thing, uh, whatever. And I remember like my, mine was selected. It was a, it was a still life that we all drew and it was graded pencils where I really was feeling my graded pencil skills and it looked pretty good for a little kid. And, you know, and it had some like skull, like cow skulls and just weird Texas things. But the thing about it is you don't, everybody that gets selected to go to the rodeo art show gets a first place ribbon. How, lame is that i mean come on that this is like where the participation ribbon was invented i feel you know and then and then they gave best in show to several pieces or whatever uh which i never got that but that's fine uh i i just was happy to be in it and have actually have one of my something on the wall that i did and you know the teacher she matted it she would mat the things, and she had she taught us how to mat. Uh, actually, in one class, and where you use the exacto knife to cut the the mat board, and you know, put your thing in there, put your picture, seal it with fixident, so it didn't run or get you know fucked up by humidity or something like that. Uh, it was very cool, and also we learned we did deeper, deeper dive into Prismacolor markers which she had a bunch there and really drove home to us how expensive these were and don't fuck with them. Don't lose them. Don't steal them. I'll break your neck, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, we treated them very well because Prismacolors are fucking expensive. If you don't know, go, go look up just buying a single marker to replace one of yours. You might be paying upwards of 12 bucks, depending on what it is. And maybe more. I don't know. That might be outdated information. You know, you can find them for five. I know, but sometimes it's the ones you need that, are more expensive. Anyway, uh, I, I really took to that particular lesson because I never had, I guess, access to this kind of cult, like uh, such a range of colors and, it, where, and they're actually made to be, to be blended and, and all the, and, and to work together and to create something. And we, uh, so we all got to pick what we were going to draw. And one, well, there was a guy in there, his name was Wes. I can't remember his last name, but he was, he was one of those kids that was just awesome. He could draw like badass, way ahead of every leaps and bounds better than us. And he was drawing a 
uh, a wool, he, 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 he would draw comic book stuff, but he was doing Wolverine, right? With the claws and shit. He picked a picture out of the comic book. And so I was like, oh, f- I want to do that too. So I was actually, I was also collecting comic books. And back then I was reading The Punisher uh, for a run. So I had a bunch of Punisher comic books. So I, I found a page of, the full page of The Punisher I brought in where he's like standing there running through with a gun and he's got a cigar and the smoke and stuff. And uh, so I did that one and he's doing this and his looks like so fucking good. It looked exactly like uh, a Marvel comic artist and mine looked okay. It kind of had some proportion, you know, weirdness going on, but I really did my best. But the color was what really, I really learned how to make like blend color like that and use those markers and uh and it really captured my imagination as far as that and we also did a project which mine she also selected for some art show that we did where she taught us this this is early 90s people this has got to be 92 i don't know maybe 91 something like that so she's teaching us this program this new drawing program on the computer and she gives us all like this main tutorial on it and then we have one project we're working on but uh we each are assigned a certain amount of time per class uh to work at the one computer on this drawing that we were to do this project so i did one where oh and we it had to deal with perspective as well so you had to use perspective and do this thing so i created like this weird you know like kind of block village that was mc escherish being pulled back and then all these little like goblin things they they were like ghost goblin things that flow flew through the air and some of it but it was super colorful and we learned how to add all that color and uh and it turned out good and some people didn't even fucking finish theirs or didn't care or just dumb but i actually like was up there trying to make and you're using a mouse too to do this. It's not like you're able, you don't have a touch screen or anything like that. So it was very interesting. Now, I didn't, uh, around this time, I also got into theater and, and that whole acting stuff. So I really fell in love with that and pursued that the rest of, of school. But I did take art, an art class, um, in, in high school and, uh, I took one in college, one or two in college just to, just to take, but it, it, I, I, when I'm looking at all this stuff I was doing now, it really threw me all the way back there. So I was like, man, you know, the, the, how I'm messing around with colors now and, and coloring things on my iPad, as well as using this big box of Prisma colors that I've been, you know, amassing, uh, if you've if you ordered a book from uh, the John Wayne is Dead site, uh, uh, most a lot of them have come with a, a piece of art that I draw on a, on a cardboard, and I use Prismacolors to do that. But then I use my iPad to do that, and that made me think of whoa, dude! Back then I was just like drawing with a mouse on a fucking screen, but also it made me think that was really the foundation of where I kind of started to put this all together and it's just really weird it's it's it was just an interest it's interesting to think back on that journey and i thought about my teacher miss wolf and i i honestly i was also thinking like man i wish i could figure out how to get in touch with her just to send like a a message a letter and say like hey i just want to let you know you're one of the the teachers that really had a a profound effect your class and, and what you taught me had a profound effect on me in life for real. And uh, I don't even know. Maybe she, I don't think she was that old, but maybe she's dead. Who knows? I, I don't I don't know. I, they probably don't let you contact teachers, I can imagine. Not this day and age. But uh, yeah, but it really made me think and it really made me appreciate the time she spent teaching a bunch of dumb kids how to use Prismacolors and, and graded pencils and computer programs and clay and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So it was really cool, and she was a she was an awesome, awesome teacher. So, Miss Wolf, if you're out there, if you happen to be listening to this, or uh, somebody gets you the message in a bottle, know that uh, thank you very much. I appreciate what you did. You were a very awesome teacher, and I will uh, never forget. <laughs> All right, there you go. Hey, you know, sometimes you you got to just uh, think about 
think about uh, where you are in life. What 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 kind of got you there? What's responsible? And and like I said said at the top of the podcast, taking time to appreciate some things like that. That's uh, so that that's kind of what that story was about. And I I had a I had a good stroll down memory lane and thinking about how I applied things that I'd learned at one time, like all all the way through my life. Uh, so it's great. But anyway, thank you guys for joining me for another week. I very much appreciate you guys checking out the show and telling your friends about it and spreading the word. I hope to be out there soon on the road, but we got to make sure everything's safe, and I'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but for now, please go to the johnwayneisdead.com shop if you want any books. They're all in stock right now. Uh, all of my books, the John Wayne is Dead records are there, T-shirts. I have a new sticker pack that'll be in there, three sticker sticker pack. Uh, also be up there tonight, all kinds of stuff. And when you order from me, of course, they come personalized, and I send you some extra goodies and, and show you my appreciation. But all of my books are also on Amazon. They're also on Kindle, so if that's your jam... They're, they're there as well, and I very much appreciate it. Be sure to follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram and Twitter, especially if you want to check out my card of the day uh, story on my Instagram every day. And uh, my name on Facebook, John Wayne Kaminali. And uh, also, you know, don't forget, every Thursday, the uh, vital, social vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne comes out, a new one. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.